All right, everyone, welcome back to the Jukebox Club podcast. Uh, we left you last week with 59 Sound by Gaslight Anthem. You are welcome for that great, <laughs> great last week of just fantastic music. Yeah, we hope you liked it. Hope you listened to it more than once. Hope you listened to it at all. And paid for it. And pay- <laughs> No bear share. No bear share. Hopefully you went to uh, Sam Goody. Or M. And NRM. Damn it, I can ne- I'm never going to get that right. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, where do we begin? Uh, I think we're gonna we're leading in the episode with great expectations. Hopefully, you guys recognize that. It's you know, it's it's almost like you're starting on the roller coaster. You know, like here's you're you're in the line, you're getting right in, you're, you're, you're strapped in, and then I do remember the first time. My mom is a big Gaslight Anthem fan. Really, every time she That's hears so cool. we play it in the car, great expectations, she jumps. Every single time to the intro because you don't That's hear cool. it at first. Yeah, yeah it's, it's that, the really that cool, staticky, quiet, static, uh, quiet, like pin on the record type. Pin deal. on the record. Uh, Bouncing Souls also use that. Yeah, and um, it's just a cool. I, I, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know how many times we've seen that live, but yeah, every time it's it's a special special thing. Although the acoustic, I'm not sold on still the acoustic version of it yeah i i like the the power the energy in that mm. one it's it's something it hits you it i don't know you. if i've ever i think you said that was the one he did with chuck reagan right yes i heard it but only like very like off in the distance so you, i think i put it on like while washing dishes or something I'm just like oh chuck reagan and uh brian fallon did a thing together yeah yeah i mean it's like i said it's it's good on a YouTube. Like, I love it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. But, like, as far as, like, going to the show show. You'd rather hear it electric hear than it. acoustic. Exactly. Then they're just taking one away from you. Yeah. Yeah. And I know you need that, you need that calm down period. But, mm-hmm. like, he has so many other ones in the yeah. chamber that could yeah. just, you know. And this is one of the albums I'm pretty sure both of us have heard every album li- or every track live. Um. Like I haven't gone through the no, set list. Nope. No? Nope. Because Miles Davis and the Cool, right off the bat, that's my favorite song. Not only on the album, but like probably of all time. I've never heard him play it they live. They have been ignoring that. That's a very <laughs> I'm just good like, point. Son of a bitch. I've heard it the first time I saw them in Cleveland at the House of Blues, they played mm, it. That's so cool. But they only had um Sink or Swim. This, this one, was yeah. yeah, this was American Slang coming okay. out. So it was kinda like they, so they only had three out then. Three out, and they really were. So they had to plucking away. They had to play Miles Davis. They had to play, <laughs> and it was it was something special. I think we also, if I'm not mistaken, saw it at Bamboozle that music festival in Jersey. Oh fuck yeah! You went to that. I yeah, didn't know that. That was what year? Do you remember special. what year? 2011. That's really cool. Yeah, it was. The lineup was incredible. It was like Tokyo Police Club, um, Newfound Glory, um, Justine's band that she really liked i want to say forever the sickest kids i could i could be wrong it was somebody that sounds like that. familiar it might have been them but then I, like at night it was oh man it went alkaline trio newfound glory gaslight anthem we ran over and caught taking back sunday's set that's cool. it was pretty yeah it was pretty intense it was a long day but it was definitely no, is definitely that just like a big like warp tour type deal like a big open field yeah it was at originally i guess it was on the beach and it was called something else it was like skate, skate and surf, skate and surf. Yeah, and then they surf switched and skate, it to one of those two. One of those two, but that was like it was just like a one day or a weekend yeah, festival, yeah. and then that was it. But they switched it to bamboozle, and then the following year they were going to do it again. I think they it was under bamboozle, but then the um, the floods and stuff had hit. Yeah, 
I so think, if I'm not mistaken, I think Bamboozle is in more places than just Jersey, right? I thought it was. It might be a touring one. I think Skate and Surf was the one that was just just Jersey. I know for, just Jersey. for sure that one's just Jersey. And then Bamboozle. See, but I don't think it's active right now, though. I think really? it might be might be done. See, I think maybe I'm thinking of La La Palooza. La La Palooza. <laughs> because they all have crazy ass days. I, I know, I know. Um, yeah, that was. It's always a different time seeing them. Like yeah. they never play the same set, which is awesome. I think yeah, when you said you you met them mm-hmm. at that uh, what, the premium fan thing. What was that called? Oh, the um, backstage uh, pre-show. Yeah, or something. Pre-show ticket. Yeah. And you asked them how they write a set, right? Yeah. Well, that was one of the questions was how oh, do you okay. guys go about writing the set? And it was basically it's, a, it's like a group decision. It's That's not, so cool, yeah. It's not just Brian or Alex yeah. or Benny. It's it's a straight it, – it's just a yeah. collaboration. And, and they have like different sets every night because I think a lot yeah. of bands will tour just the same set. Maybe change one or two songs here and there. But right. I think these guys are ones that are just be like, oh, t- tonight we want to take this song out, throw this one in, move this one up here. Yeah, it's we saw them at Mr. Smalls. This was during Handwritten, the end of Handwritten tour. Uh-huh. They played two nights at Mr. Smalls, and we saw both, That's cool. and it was completely different. Yeah, see, sets. I wish I was like super into them like before like three years ago. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. Like, like I said, when I first listened to this album – I remember I was working at the video store and I was putting away movies and it was after close. Mm-hmm. And so I just had my headphones in and had, I, it was 59 sound and great expectations I'd listened to. And I just was like, eh, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, but like, you know, parts of it stuck, like the end of great expectations that boom, oh. boom, boom, crack, boom. I remember that stuck with me. I'm like, that's so cool. I wish they would extend that. So I'd listen to the song more and more just to hear that end part. And oh, then I eventually was just like, this song's fucking awesome. Like, what was I thinking? Yeah. But yeah, I mean that seems to be the case. Like a lot of songs that I really like, just I think there's a Fallout Boy lyric: <laughs> "The songs you learn to like never stick at first. Yep. Oh yeah. And it's it's true. Like yeah, you'll listen to something and and just kind of be like, eh. But then eventually you kind of get the melody and the beat of it, and that you hear you know a guitar coming in when you didn't notice it before, and you're oh, just yeah. like, oh wow, like I really like this. And this album was definitely like a huge slap in the face to my past self because I'm like, why were you not into this at first? <laughs> yeah. You're almost angry. Yeah. You know, that you missed the ship yeah. kind of. But yeah, because I remember I got handwritten because just because I liked certain Gaslight songs. Mm-hmm. So I picked up handwritten. I loved it. And I'm like, let me go revisit 59 Sound. Yeah. And I just, it blew me away. I'm just like, wow, like, why did I not like this before? Just every song is just great in its own way. They all have some kind of cool hook or cool moment of it that oh, just absolutely. sticks with me. And, you know, it's, like you said, it's it's something that you're... At first, you might not be totally into it. Yeah. But if you give it, I'd say the second time was for me was when I was like, okay, this is yeah. this is something. <clears throat> like the first time I heard like any other song mm-hmm. besides, I, I don't know why Fifty Nine Sound the song just never didn't stick with me. Right. And but the first time I heard like uh, any of them, Meet Me by the River's Edge blew me away here's looking at you kid i was just like wow oh, like yeah and that's like i didn't really used to ever be into acoustic music right and like that song really was just like wow like this is a really good acoustic song yeah and i can you even call it acoustic because there's drums in it i guess like that like just little baby drums but i'd still call it acoustic i mean i would i mean obviously i'm, I'm sure he's done an acoustic oh uh, yeah before absolutely but I, I would put it into that yeah i mean because he could do it <laughs> by himself or yeah. on live, you know, he could do it yeah. either way. There's the lyric in it, um, 
because he's talking about all the girls and he's like, oh, tell her I'm you know famous, tell her I'm this. Yeah. But he says, you remind Anna if she calls or if she writes. And I right. always thought he said, remind Nana. <laughs> and I thought he was like talking about his grandma. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> he says, you remind Nana if she calls. I'm like, what? what? Nana? Yeah. Like, what does he have against Nana? <laughs> I, I remember I had that same reaction because when he says that, I'm like, oh, yeah. he's like, confiding in his his grandma, grandma. <laughs> yeah that's what i totally thought it was about and then too. when you get the cd and yeah, you're like, like wait what oh, the Anna. fuck am i reading <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean that cool song I, I love how he's just name dropping and like pretty much like saying like listen you know lie to these people tell them i'm successful because i don't want them to know you know yeah i mean obviously we'd call him successful maybe he doesn't see himself as successful or anything maybe when right. this album came out he didn't see it that way but I mean, for sure now, like, it's funny that the album took a turn. <laughs> I bet you all these old girls really do feel that way now. Like, oh, fuck. Like, why didn't I stay with that Why dude? didn't I stay with Why that didn't dude? I give him a chance? <laughs> exactly. And, you know, I feel like that one, too, everyone kind of goes through that. And that's, oh, yeah. that's why this album will stick with, I think, a lot of people. is because you can identify, you know, with a lot of other albums and stuff like that. Um, you can't identify with, like, uh, being rich or yeah, being, yeah. like, you know some of their topics that people go through but this one is one of those ones where you can almost go through them and be yeah. like okay i know what this was this feels yeah, like yeah to me this feels like him just writing about his experience like growing up like maybe like i mean i don't know how old he was when he wrote this or how old he is now but to right. me he was like 24 and right. like like turning like oh fuck i need to find a job can i keep doing music my whole life and looking back at his life before it looking at it now and right. just kind of exposing like his regrets and you know may, i think isn't it yeah meet me by the river's edge towards the end he says no regrets you know and to yep. me that's kind of like closing up like okay you know like looking back on my life I guess I don't have any regrets. This was all cool stories that, you know, I can write music about. <clears throat> and it's just, like, super relatable. Like, uh, every song on here is just a story that is just so normal. Like, and it sounds, like, kind of put down you to say it's normal, but, like, it's just super relatable, normal. It could happen to anybody. It's not these crazy stories. Like, I think Old White Lincoln, Ooh, yeah. he wrote about some girl that he like went to college with or school with or something and drove an old white Lincoln, like, and it was just a fast car and he thought it was cool. <laughs> it's like in his mind. Yeah. You know what Absolutely. I mean? And it's just like, yeah, I wish like I had the ability to just turn like stupid stories like that into just like great poetry. These are just like masterpieces. Yeah. And you know, the thing is too, is not everyone was a hit off this album. Yeah. Yeah. But if you think about it though, there's really not a bad one on the album. Not yeah. All. Like I said, I think it, last episode I mentioned that every one of these songs is on my iPod, you know, for shuffle. Like my, and I, I don't have many. It, every single one of these songs on this album is on it, and I'm not sick of any of them. No. You know what I mean? No matter how many times you've heard, no, I'll, I'll turn it up. You know, that's exactly. <laughs> yep. yeah. I think too, like even in Great Expectations, you hear like him talking about, you know, the girl in the diner with the claws and oh, picking young boys blood from her claws from her claws yeah like it's just it's just you know somebody like that yeah, and yeah. you know it, it's so cool because like i said those those are things that you can just identify yeah. with and pick them out and almost put like a name and a face to that yeah. lyric as soon as you hear it the oh, first for time sure. you, like any, i know every person every song off this album you know you're just putting to somebody in your own life because like i said it's just so relatable normal yeah um but yeah great expectations was uh the book turned into a movie 
Did yes. you know that? And uh, the whole was it poetry about Estella line? That's yeah. like from that movie. And I, I I've never seen the movie. I've never read the book, but I should. But how cool is that though? Yeah, yeah. That's it's just a cool like. Uh, I read in the book there's a guy that obsesses over this character named uh, was it Estella? Is that the lyric? Yeah. Poetry about Estella. I think, yeah. Is that Great Expectations? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then that, he's kind of just talking about how he was sat in his bed and surrounded by poetry about Estella, just talking about how he's obsessing over you know a breakup or a girl that he couldn't get with. Yep. Cool. Which I mean, that's another. Who hasn't done that? Yeah, exactly. Put that a million times over, and it's <laughs> and it's just so cool how he doesn't just come out and say, you know, oh, I was sitting there moping, and you know, but he and he doesn't also turn it into some huge metaphor or anything. Like he's just is like, oh, like here's this movie that kind of said exactly what I wanted to say. So I'll just freaking quote the movie, or I'll just write about the movie just right there. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. I mean, and that that line. um Everybody leaves, so why? Why, why wouldn't you? you? I mean, that's yeah. that's deep. I yeah. mean, it's it, it's gonna sound weird. It's deep, but it's not deep. Like yeah. it's like it's just like put out there. Yeah. You like, know? Oh, yeah. Why wouldn't you? And it's, wouldn't it seems you? like yeah, he's just like over it. Like oh yeah, who cares? Like I, what, yeah, this happened to me before. Like what do you say? I dreams about my last night or dreams about my first wife. Like oh, talking yeah. about tail lights. He's like, yeah, why wouldn't you leave? Like why everyone else would. Like he's just kind of fed up with it. <laughs> he's done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's definitely like a, it sets the pace for the album because you could tell, I mean, the song's definitely like a happier, popular tune, but the lyrics are super like him just like, fuck it all. Like yeah. I don't care anymore. You know what I mean? And you know, by the end of it, it's, it's like kind of gets more positive through the album so that's like one reason I really like this album is because you kind of hear him transform like the way he's thinking throughout the album like I said it's that it's that story story and it's going to take you like on a ride where you can identify with a lot of it on there and you know in the same aspect though it's like I said, you can put the names to the faces, which is weird. You usually can't do that yeah. on a lot of stuff. L- at least that I listen to, I know I can't really put every single song a name. You try, but yeah. sometimes it doesn't match up as well as this one does. Yeah. Um, and the lyrics from 59 Sound, I think, really cool. Like I said, I listened to the song, I don't know how many times before I actually knew the lyrics of it. And, yeah. Uh, but he references the uh, Christmas story. What do you say? Marley's Chains? That's like the ghost of Christmas past or something. How like, cool is that? It's like a regret. Like I hope, because the lyric is uh, talking about what song we're going to hear when we die. Mm-hmm. He says, I don't, I hope we don't hear Marley's Chains. Mar- Marley's Chains we forged in life. Meaning like he, Toby doesn't have any regrets. I just thought that was such a cool line. Like, oh yeah. Again, going yeah. back to the whole like, oh, this is a movie that kind of represents what I wanted to say. And Absolutely. I mean, he, the 59 sound, obviously it's like the, you know. That's the title. The title track. It's all title track. But that. <laughs> he just he puts it out there, and it's it's like it hits you. Like yeah. that's another one where when it, when it comes on, it, it it catches your attention right away. How does that one start? I'm like totally blank. It's um with the uh, I keep thinking of the Great Expectations intro. Yeah, that's such a good intro. But this is um oh yeah, and then it just it just goes. <laughs> and then Benny with the amazing drums yeah. just going nuts. Yeah. And, you know, it's uh, the grandma's radio. It's Yeah. Or grandfather's radio. 
Is, is it, it grandfather's it's grandmama. or grandmama's? Grandmama. We're, we're actually sitting here reading the... Um, <laughs> we have two booklets. We have two booklets from the album, <laughs> and they are all handwritten lyrics, which is awesome, but it's so hard to read. Yeah, it's cursive. Yeah, and you don't want to... Like I said, both of us have probably sang these songs a million times. Yeah, wrong. And, <laughs> wrong. <laughs> but when you ask me to read it, it's a yeah. lot tougher. Um it's funny, too, because both of our jewel cases are cracked in the same area. Yeah, like, it's cheap cases, but yeah, yeah. it's worth it. This is my second, actually. You didn't from... buy the uh, case. You Just didn't buy it for the case. I but... know. How do you feel about the new um, the paper compared to the plastic? See, I also don't like those, though, because really? I feel like they get morphed a lot easier. Yeah. And it's also, have you ever had the CD get stuck, like, kind of in the middle? Like of the paper cases? Yeah. Uh, not really. They kind of get stuck on me. It drives me. Plus, that's really hard to put away in the car. Yeah. <laughs> that's a tough one. Another thing I hate is like you open it and like all the inner leaves and, and fall uh, out. I'm like, drives me nuts. Trying to like put the booklet back. I'm like, does a booklet go on the left or right? They're both just slots. They're both here. just slots. Or when they put the CD in a separate slot. Yeah. So now you have to find a separate slot to put the CD back into without causing a wreck. A thing I always do accidentally is uh, I don't know the CD's in there, and I'll grab it real hard, and I'll be like, oh, fuck, like, let's yeah. another CD. <laughs> it's like when you get a new CD in those yeah. older cases, and, like, you're trying to get it out, and you're like, this thing's about to break. Yeah, like, it's yeah. really close to just snapping, which would just really piss me off. But They have a pretty high threshold. Have you ever been a CD? No. Like, yeah, they, they don't really snap. They more or less just kind of bend. Oh, okay. So it's like... Like, I've stepped on them before, and they just crack. Yeah. But I guess, I guess if would, you're trying to bend yeah, them. Yeah, I've bent them in half thinking they would crack, but they just kind of bend. And then, I mean, you could tell they won't work again. They have a crease, but... <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. What CD do you step on? Do you remember? Um, oh, That would just fucking... I'd be so upset. You know what? It was an old Fall Out Boy CD, <laughs> I remember, because it was the... Um, Cork Tree? No, the one before that. Uh-huh, I think the, blue the one. Graves. Take this to your grave. Yeah, yeah. Because it had like the old like record um, on the outside of it. I could be wrong. Might have been um, a different album. It was like the printed CD. on the CD. It looked like a record. Right. Okay. And I remember just like <laughs> stepping. I was like backstepping. Yeah. I was cleaning stuff out, and it just I heard it go. Uh, but I was kind of like eh. out of that phase too, yeah. so it wasn't. I had it on my iPod too, so it wasn't a big. No. Yeah. Big big loss, but. Um, just put it back in the case and never look at it again. Just hide it. Like, <laughs> I didn't see this. The uh, paper ones don't stack well either. They don't. It's like, look at how I have those. Like, the paper ones are all fucking... Like, look at this Tristan album, how high I see is. that, yeah. What why, are you doing? Why is that? I'm no CD case will that sit in. That drives <laughs> Come me, on, Tristan. Oh, drives me nuts. Is your Tristan album like that? I actually have it on the top, like, uh, laying down, because... Springsteen has a few of those too where they're gigantic uh, damn things. I'm like, what? what where was this guy from? Yeah. <laughs> so I just slide it up. I top. slide them up there. I, a lot of the newer ones have that though. Yeah. It might be a cheaper way of doing it. I think it's like one, environmentally friendlier, and uh, two, probably way cheaper than getting all those jewel cases made because they're essentially just thin cardboard that you're, you know, printing on. True. But we see how well these hold up. <laughs> He's <laughs> freaking cracked in the same spot. Crack everywhere. <laughs> so what song Crazy. do you want to talk about? Uh, 59 sound. I'm kind of not done with that one. Um, I just I think this song is really cool because I've always thought like 
I don't know why I have these real morbid thoughts all the time, but I'm like, if I wreck, I hope that there's a way they could go find, like if I die in a car crash, right. I hope there's a way they could find what song I was listening to on my iPod. And like, I think that'd be cool if like everyone knew like, oh, he was listening to this song when he died. When he died, yeah. And this song is literally about what song's going to be playing when you, when you, you know, when you die. die. Yeah. And I just thought that was so cool when I found that out. I also like the whole, ain't supposed to die on a Saturday night. Yeah. Like that, that. That fun is still in him. Though. Yeah. Like, it's still, like, he's still embracing his yeah. life and stuff like that, even though, you know, you don't know when you're going to go. No one does. Yeah. And it'd be cool to know uh, what song's playing. Like, I want I I want that song at my funeral, just yeah. going on. <laughs> That's on record, by the way. <laughs> so, Old Light Wicked. Old, I said Old Light Wicked. Old Light Wicked. <laughs> I'll let you start. Cause that's I that's a tough talk. one to, to get out. Um <laughs> This one, it's another really cool intro with the door. What this? Do you know what, up. There's like something shouted. When the door shuts oh. and you hear like, bah, 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 bah. yeah. What? I've always like looked it up online. Like, what are they saying there? You can't. I've never. There found was it. this show. You've probably seen it. Though, always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. At the very end, they have that. It's. Um, they say they're singing something, but it's backwards. And on YouTube, if you go on, they say, like, they reverse them all for yeah, you, yeah. which is awesome. Because I was always wondering, like, what they would say. And it was, like, brown poop, brown poop, brown, brown poop. Like, and you're like, what the yeah. hell? So I'm thinking it might be something like that or somebody's yelling as he's driving away. That's, it sounds like he says, what up, bone hair? Hey, what up, bone hair? Is yeah. like bone head or bone hair or something? I, for, my, for me, though, it was he's getting away from that. And it's... Uh, He's getting away and someone's yelling at him. Yeah. Maybe like a father figure or a parent or someone's, yeah. you know. Doom, 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 doom. I love that bass line <laughs> oh, that starts with. Man, that's that's another one. It's just. Look at, so we're looking at the, uh, what do you call this, booklet? CD booklet? Uh, yeah, I would say. And there is just a crap ton of scratched out lyrics for this song. <laughs> yeah, this one went through some edits. <laughs> <laughs> and I wonder, like. I would love to see the edits, too. You, you can't, they're not. Eligible or no. eligible, eligible, legible, legible, El- eligible works. He obviously didn't use them. Well, but yeah. I, and another thing is, is he talking about a chick in the chorus, like you and your high top sneakers? And then, but he says sailor tattoos, sailor tattoos. And I, I guess a chick could have sailor tattoos, but I would just in my head, he's talking about a dude, right? But the song old light, the old white Lincoln belonged to a girl, I guess, in his real story. Right. So right. I don't know what the heck well, that's about. I mean, you can kind of get that from, um, and I miss you sometimes, shaking like a leaf. It, it's it's it. Yeah. It seems like it could be you know one of those like songs where it's it, it could be for anyone. Yeah. The boy's perspective or the girl's perspective, just to try to get like yeah, touch everybody. Um. Yeah, I would really like to know some of these crossed out because <laughs> that would be really cool. Just to there's like see. arrows pointing to like, ah, no, let's not put that here. Let's move that over here. <laughs> I like the lyric. Um, the radio spoke to a good friend of mine too. Yeah, that one always kind of stuck with me. Oh, we should have counted how many radios. Oh, that's <laughs> how many right. mentions of the radio? How many mentions of radios. <laughs> well, you did. Was it Maria's? Yeah, I did Maria's and radios, and it surprisingly wasn't that many. No. I don't, I have it written down somewhere. And I actually, like, took a, because I put it, all their lyrics from every song they've ever written into, like, this word bubble thing, so it would make words bigger if they were used more. Right. And, like, radio and Maria were on there, but they were, they weren't as big as I thought they'd be. I think, like, 
there was like random like back was on. I'm like, oh, of course he's gonna say back. And, you know, I, I think I omitted all the thes so that it wouldn't be on there. But uh, there was like there was a lot like love was on there a lot. I'm like, of course of that's course. gonna be on. I think it may be just us listening to it so much that we were just like Maria's. Like, <laughs> Dude, there's so many songs about Maria. so many Marias, which I, I think, can kind of get that too, where you don't want to like maybe he doesn't want to call somebody out. I and there's the one lyric in uh. Is it Senior and the Queen where he says, let's call every girl we meet Maria? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's um, the last song. What is that song called? Uh, I just think Let that's me. such a – it's like super self-aware. Like, yeah, let's just <laughs> – Call every girl we ever met Maria. Maria. <laughs> um, oh, Blue Jeans and White T-Shirts. Yeah, that's right. That's another, and, uh, another good one. I think High and Lonesome is uh, the first mention of Maria off the album. No, no, no. Great Expectations. He says, Mary, I worried and stalled. Yes. <laughs> and then high and lonesome. But if you look, the Maria is like underlined. Oh, yeah. And it's like a, a lot bigger font. And Maria came from Nashville. What the heck does that mean? <laughs> this, this is a good one. This is yeah. honestly, I love that intro. Just like I said, the drums coming in. It's it's high intensity. Dude, yeah, I love time. the, um, when his words start coming in, the beat that's going. It's like, burr, 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 burr. yeah, that oh, thing's yeah. pretty cool. That's the um the energy too in this like the chorus is yeah. something that's really um yeah i love the build up like when he first he says that first and maria came from nashville oh, yeah. with us and then it kind of really kicks into the chorus i always got a word i wished i looked like elvis it's that's it's a really one. good line oh, such a good line i think more uh more regret in that song kind of it, like it the seems first one. to fit him too yeah i think i mean i don't know him obviously but yeah from his writing, it seems to really yeah. um, to fit him. Also, this is super fun to sing live. <laughs> yeah, because sometimes he'll even like back off the mic, yeah. and everyone yeah. just just goes nuts for it because it's it's such a fun song. Um, now, yeah, isn't just looking at it, the line the Southern accents on the radio? Isn't that's an album? Isn't it? I'm gonna look I it up. Thought so. I'm gonna look it up. I think it's a Tom Petty album. I could be completely wrong, but it's funny because he mentions Tom Petty. He mentions Tom Petty later on. Doesn't he mention um, Springsteen in this song? He does. He does. It's um, I'm on Fire, which is one of Justine's favorites and mine. (laughs) Um, And Night I Woke Up with the Sheet Soaking Wet. It's a pretty good song. He has this one crossed out. Maybe you know the rest. I'm assuming it said it baby says, at first. It says it's a pretty good song and you know the rest. Is it and? Yeah. Oh, it is and. So he probably was like, that doesn't fit. Let's add a second Let's syllable. Add a second syllable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it is. Southern Accents is a Tom Petty album. Is it really? Yeah, because I remember thinking like, oh, he's just driving around in the South. But right. I like I was just kind of researching the lyrics a little bit. And they were like, yeah, it's Southern Accents on the radio was... You know, it's a Tom Petty album he's playing. See, that's that's yeah. cool to kind of get a little bit deeper into the yeah, music too. Yeah. Like you're just like, I love that he just is not afraid to just. I, I wouldn't call it stealing lines or you know just kind of borrow like a. Yeah. Oh, I like this line and it will fit in here. Let's just use it. Like, it's. I think that's so cool. Yeah, it's it really it, it makes the song a little bit more special too. Yeah. I think like adding the Springsteen line. It, what that Springsteen song is that the one that my eyes too blurry to see? Is that him? No, I'm thinking of uh, "Thought You Was a Big Shot." <laughs> That's yes. What, what's, yes. Who sings that? A big shot, didn't ya? That? <laughs> That's a good question. Uh, it's gonna bug me now. 
because that's my head. Every wake up every morning with my head on fire. Yeah, <laughs> and he says wake up every morning with a sheet sheet soaking wet. soaking wet. It's um from born in the USA. I'm on fire. It's kind of yeah. like the we'll have to do Bruce slow. album. You have to get me caught up on the Bruce Springsteen. It's gonna be great because when you like listen to it, you're gonna be like, "Oh, it's a gaslight lyric." (laughs) (laughs) And that though, with him adding maybe to and, it seems like he's saying, you know, he's taking a little bit of cockiness out of it too. Yeah, like you should know it. Yeah, which I believe you should, but that's beside the point. (laughs) Um, I like I like all the reading, looking at the, um, like this one. It's obviously printed, not. Yeah, this one's print. I just, you, yeah, I didn't even realize that until you mentioned it. The lyrics in the booklet aren't written out; they're printed for this song, but they're still written edits. Edits. Has- There's a whole chorus scratched out. Yeah. And don't it seem like there ain't nobody out there? <laughs> I don't know how <laughs> I would intend to sing it. Yeah. And it feels like I'm the only one. <laughs> it gets he gets Harry in the middle there. He kind of yeah. And at this he point, he hated the lyric, but but he put it in the booklet. It is in the book. It says for dawn. Where does it say that? If you look by oh, the wow. end, for dawn. Oh yeah, and then it has when our boots they hit the ground they made a and oh what a cool fucking outro. Uh, yeah, when our boots they hit the ground they made a high. I like with beat beside it at the end of it. Yeah, <laughs> for dawn. Well, He's just so ready for shout the dawn for that cool line. That is really cool. Thank you, Don. <laughs> I appreciate it. Oh, film Nora. Is it noir? How do you say? I always said Nora. Nora. I, would, I think Nora? it's noir. Like you is got, it noir? I think it's like N W O R. Noir. Noir. I remember <laughs> the, the reason this song always sticks out. I went to YouTube. Um, I looked up their set list after we saw them, uh-huh. and that was one on the first set. And I was like, I really like that one, but I kind of want to match it. Mm-hmm. So I put it in YouTube, and all of these like nineteen twenty movies kept popping up mm. and i was like yeah yeah that's like what the hell that's the original that's what it means by film noir is like that old style like black and white black at least that's noir. kind of like what i understood the term film noir to mean right i think up here he has yeah <laughs> that's funny <laughs> type film noir on a youtube <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're it's not gonna get a gas not gonna song. get a gaslight song so <laughs> don't try it you're gonna have to pay two dollars to see a 1920s movie yeah. <laughs> look at the top here I think bunch of stuff scratched out. February two thousand eight must have been when he wrote it, or maybe loved ones tour. Oh eight. I <laughs> said we need. This is where we need like Nick's See, expertise I, to come in. Uh, would he know all that stuff? I'm assuming so. Really, he's usually cool. the guy I go to when it comes to stuff like now, that. My question is: Do you think he really hand wrote all these and then just scanned them in, or do you think that they were like we need album lyrics? And he's like, oh, handwrite them. That'd be cool. I think – I'm assuming these would be like straight from his books. That'd be cool, yeah. Which would be a really cool idea. Um, it, it makes it f- you feel a little bit more closer to the album. Like he's yeah. – this is stri- – you know, this isn't somebody else's um, songs. These are all of his because obviously it's the same same style of writing yeah. and obviously with other people's input probably. But it, it just makes it feel more – Yeah. You know, this is a Gaslight Anthem album. The build to the chorus in this song is so Ooh. cool. And the, yeah, what's that line? I lost so much blood from the fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, obviously, the uh, t- 
tell me no more lies, you lie all the time. Like, yeah. it, you know, this is another one where, and you sugar, it's pop, it's People, like, it starts off real slow. It's like, din, din, yeah, din, din. and people don't really, you don't really know what's going to come yeah, from it. That's and then like, it, just, it just builds up to the chorus. So good. And then it, and then at the end of the chorus is that, and then it goes right back into the right back in the, <laughs> the payoff is yeah. excellent for this one. And it's another one, it, it touches home pretty good for that's a really good live one there oh yeah Mm. i love people just know those two coming because benny just starts yeah (laughs) you know know that guitar riff at the beginning it's so good and yeah uh really good good lyrics good everything about it (laughs) good everything good everything that's your expertise on the uh it's just good everything good everything for the whole (laughs) for the whole thing whole damn thing it's like i said though (laughs) this was one that um I wanted to put – like, I saw it live. I didn't know what it was called, but I wanted to find out because mm-hmm. I wanted to get more of it. And it was like, this is one that's – Yeah. This was a sticking point. Is that – do you just, like, search the lyrics if you don't know what the song's called? I did. Well, I went on the – that um, set list website. Oh, okay. And you know how you can just play it from YouTube? Yeah, yeah. I did that because that's cool, yeah. I didn't know a lot of the lyrics. I was probably putting in the wrong song at the time because I did yeah. that – the title and it just kept giving me Amazon's. <laughs> Dude, that's uh, it's funny because I really like the band Oh Brother. And mm-hmm. anytime I search Oh Brother album, the oh. soundtrack for Oh Brother Where Art Thou comes up. The George Clooney movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is super annoying when you don't yeah. want to see that. I'm just like, no. Like, I'm just like, how do you like exclude like Where Art Thou from the thing? Where Art Thou? I actually think if you put a minus next to it and search it, it works. Really? But I think you can omit certain words. Like, you can put minus. Like, if you want to search for, like, the color yellow and don't want to find anything green, I think you search yellow minus green. Oh, see, that's cool. But, yeah, I've just never thought of the trickery. I just now thought of doing that rather than (laughs) looking for songs. Looking for, yeah, it's, sometimes it's really tough, too, because, like you said, the titles anymore. We mentioned that in the last one. The titles sometimes don't line up, and you're like, well, I don't know where. But you want to find the song at all costs, and... Speaking of titles, this one gets right to the title. Like Miles Davis, I've been swayed by the Just cool. Bam! <laughs> There's no fuckery in this one. Yeah, it's like right to it. Like I said, this is definitely my favorite off the album, and probably, I mean, it's it's easily top five favorite songs ever. Um. It's I emotional. Just, I love the build that and the right after the first verse you just get that again. <laughs> the, the intro again. Oh man, I love it. It's there's a I'm bringing up again. Bruce Springsteen song <laughs> Trapped. It's a cover, but he uh, does that where it starts off yeah. with the slow, you get the high chorus and then right yeah. back to the slow. And I love that yeah. cuz it just seems like the the band is so tight when they do that. Yeah. And this was one I've only seen it probably once or twice, but it was dead yeah. on. Like, like just dead on uh the uh, lyrics they they'll get you too they're uh, dude i just i love like the imagery of him like standing outside someone's window and like throwing up throwing a stone at it. like, yeah just it reminds me of like hey arnold like i remember like watching yeah. hey arnold exactly like that's like how they got people's attention yeah and yeah i mean it's i grew up with phones and everything so but that's cool like i mean i don't how old's brian older than us i'd assume like probably probably 10 years older so he probably had to do that to get something spike a stone at their window oh yeah especially at this point (laughs) where he's at in in the story it's like yeah i could just send a text (laughs) just send a text far less poetic just leave the front light on and we'll be okay (laughs) um 
Yeah, it's this one's it's another one where it, you know you you feel for him a little mm. bit when he's writing it because you can tell like there's a little bit of the of the pain still and I really like um, the build up to the end of the chorus. <laughs> oh, like the last chorus. Yeah, it's, it's I think it's a key like, change there too. I think it's a little bit higher higher pitch. Like don't wait too long. I could be completely wrong, but it, at least from the build up to the chorus it, it's like a super spike so to me it's 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 a key change of the chorus it just goes i could be straight wrong. up I, I mean probably yeah. I, I know live he definitely yeah belts it out but um like i said it's definitely one where you're 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 feeling for him and yeah he's a little bit more on the uh on the weaker side i feel too yeah. like with some of the lyrics and um i love that uh I got up my nerve. I found me a stone with a flick of the wrist, a turn of the key, fall on my arms. Like, I think that's so cool. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, it's putting it out there. And, and, and the, Miles Davis and the cool, it's such a cool title. Yeah. Like, the whole thing, it's just yeah. cool. It, it just shows, like, <laughs> yeah. you can be, like, kind of vulnerable. You can be kind of, like, yeah. you know, down a little bit. But you can still have that, like, that coolness to you. Which yeah. Brian, he just oozes cool, I think, from... You know, doing away with uh, encores to yeah. everything. He's just a cool dude. Yeah, you know? for sure. Really cool, cool, cool guy. What's next up? Patient Ferris wheel. Patient Ferris Remember when uh, at the show someone gave him a pretzel? That was so good. And they good. requested this song, so he played it live. That was cool. He was licking the salt <laughs> off the pretzel. <laughs> dude gave him a pretzel and was like, play patient ferris wheel and he was just like i guess i have to this dude gave me a soft pretzel (laughs) he was like so awkwardly just like licking the salt it was really a cool (laughs) moment and for him though i would be almost nervous to give a set request to brian because he seems like he gets kind of testy on stage at times yeah like when people call shit out which i totally agree yeah yeah. i'd be like don't call don't yell at me i'm not your monkey yeah but he um a lot of times too with like these bands like they'll put on like light shows and they'll have shit like planned out like I mean, if the I don't know who's controlling calling the lights guy. If right. you play a song that's not next on the set, the lights guy's gonna be like, "What the fuck do I do? What is going yeah. on?" Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you just have to be ready, I guess. Yeah. But I guess with them, they can. And like, yeah, maybe you forget a lyric if, if you haven't if you didn't plan on playing it all tour. You know, like out of the blue, here it comes. Lyrics, yeah, it's this was the first song I ever crowd surfed to. Yeah, I remember that. That's cool. It was in. Cleveland, the House of Blues. This was actually on the beginning of handwritten, handwritten tour. I think handwritten tour. And I was like, I was just building up the nerve, and I was like, I want to do it. It seems yeah. really cool. And then this song came. There was like they were doing a whole bunch off handwritten, mm-hmm. and then just patient yeah. Ferris well. And it was like it's time to go. And that you know the intro and everything. Yeah. It was it was on from there. So yeah, handwritten's a little more subtle in this album, I'd say. Yeah, it's and like it was like. He was doing, um, now I'm, I can't remember songs off handwritten, but like it was like the slower in the middle where it kind of slows down a little bit. Yeah, there's a lot. Like Keepsake and yeah, yeah. that little spot where it gets, it gets a little, yeah. and then all of a sudden, boom. You're With it. Howl. Howl. <laughs> yeah. oh. Howl picks it right back up. That's so good. Hey folks, we're going to get back to talking about 59 Sound in just a few moments here, but we got to take a quick pause for the calls. Shout out to some of these sponsors to take care of these gimmick things that come in the mail called bills. This week, we're giving a shout out to our friends over at BearShare.com. BearShare, the largest peer-to-peer filing sharing program on the market 10 years ago. Cats, I know y'all like to download illegal things off BearShare, but trust me, there are some legal things you can do on the website as well. Such as file sharing files. 
avoiding viruses that could be hidden in said files. Hell, you can even share files. BearShare.com because Metallica, Metallica shut down Napster. Um, so, so good. This I love one song that really, <clears throat> like, going back to what I said earlier, how I didn't like a, the, you know, the song 59 sound at first. But this song, I, the first time I heard I'm like, I really like this freaking oh, yeah. song. It will definitely, um, it'll be in your ear for yeah. a few days. I'm, I keep looking at the drawing of the Ferris yeah, the wheel. Ferris wheel on the cover. That's actually really good. That's <laughs> a lot better than I could do. <laughs> That's cool. And then I think, what else does he have on here? Some of Wigs and, and Mar- Marty? Mary? Something. Thinking about what movies and money said, but baby, I should buy me an ambulance. Yeah, Whatever the so, lyric is there, he has seven. And this is one, too, there. where you always forget, every time we see it live, people forget, like, um, when we talk about it, talk, talk about it. it, yeah. And then it's, um, do, do nothing, nothing about it. it. But always, you always forget, yeah. and it's always a different... Then you pretend like no one heard you, and you just keep. <laughs> I think too the, the the backing from the two Alexes are really good on that too. Yeah, like just be fine about it. Like they 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 comment. Is that it. those are the Alexes singing that? I think so. We might be able to find. Is it Alex or would it? It wouldn't be. Um, it could be guest vocals. It could. You know what I mean? Like. I thought that was Alex. Let's see here. I don't know. I don't think it'll be written on here, right? Hmm. <laughs> no, there's no credits. No. There's a whole bunch of people, but it's like their mom and dad and people that they know. <laughs> yeah, his mom just got in there and shouted, talk about it. Talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> that would be good. That's good stuff. Um, Casanova Baby was, I think, the first song I was like, I need to learn this on guitar. Yeah. When, you know, this, I just, I love the whole, we can run all mm-hmm. night. It's it's per- this is actually this is my favorite on the album. Really? Yeah, it's it's definitely Casanova Baby. Um, this one's another one where it kind of hits home, especially the. Um, I've never really looked at the lyrics to this song. Really? Mm-mm. The the lyric that I would say probably there's certain lyrics where you're like, okay, maybe this one like sounds a little bit like me, but the lyric in here that just like it hits me every time, and it like it basically if you were in a if I was in a book and you'd look at my picture this lyric would be like <laughs> right beside it because it's it's just me to a T it'd be your senior quote you could ask um uh other people that <laughs> Justine um and they would agree it's um you know the uh and you hear me late at night always picking out the pieces sometimes nothing comes out right it's just yeah so many nights I yeah. can't even count them all and uh, to this day every time I hear that lyric I have to either Honk the horns, smack the wall, clap, do something for that joke because I love that. Yeah. That's like the coolest, almost comparable to his uh, deep breath in 1930. I put those two on the same level. Yeah, it's like just okay. That's cool. A little inside things for me yeah. to show to do. You know, <clears throat> um, I really like the line. Uh, These nervous feet and heart of stone. I thought that was cool. Yeah, actually, the heart of stone is from. Um, Oh, okay. The Asbury Jukes, I think that's their names. They were a band from Jersey. Oh, I've never heard and of them. And they're like, they're all um, like a Jersey, big deep Jersey band. They're actually they're they're a little bit bigger. They go a little bit further than that. Um, but they they have a song "Hard of Stone" and, and uh, Bruce Springsteen wrote it. So it's uh, kind of like it kind of all ties <laughs> in. <Bruce> <laughs> it all ties into the yeah. to the um, 
to that reference, but it's it's really cool because it's I don't know. And this was another one too. It was on a uh, commercial for the mail. Like the what do you mean the mail? The um there was a commercial on TV for like the postal service. Oh, like the mail. Okay. Yeah, like the mail. And <laughs> I kept thinking like I would hear it and I'm like that's that's Casanova baby, and I didn't like picture it until I like turned yeah. it up and I was like that's Casanova. Baby. They had it on the. Uh... <laughs> it's like, oh shit! It's on a mail commercial. <laughs> There's no lyrics. It's just the yeah. like, oh, I know that's, that one. That's really funny. That was really cool. <laughs> like who at the mail was like, yeah, let's put this gaslight song. Yeah. And that's what I want to know. Like, was Brian's mom like a mail lady or <laughs> is something? Because I, I don't think they would be the band. They would just be like, oh hey, sell it for you know. Ah uh, yeah, I mean. If I wrote a song and they wanted to use it in a mail commercial, I'd be like, fuck yeah, use fuck yeah. <laughs> mail commercial. It's mail awesome. commercial everywhere. <laughs> Actually, Justine's mom works for the post office, and I was like, do you know anything about this? Because I want to know. <laughs> She's like, yeah, it was me. I'm a real huge it's fan. Me. Big, big fan, bro. <laughs> Ugh. Um, taking a detour, I hate the album cover of this album. Really? <laughs> like, You're not a big fan? It's just them. I don't like that at all. Brian's hair bothers me. Really? Yeah, it's he like... He kind of has that, the Misfits, uh, what do you call that, the devil walk? It, it really is. It's swooped to the side. To the side, kind of. It's weird. It's no, I a just, weird looking... One. I just feel like it's such a thoughtful album, and it's just so lame if it's just them on the cover. I've just never liked that. Like, uh, like handwritten's them, too, now that I think of it. But Sink or Swim has such a cool album cover. Oh, I love that Sink or Swim. Yeah, Get Hurt's a cool, like Upside Down Heart. Upside Down Heart is... um, Also, uh, Senor and the Queen. Yeah. It's like the old movie. That that could have actually worked for this, too. But it's just like, uh, let's all look tough on the album cover. It's like, get out of here. Have you ever seen the South Park episode where Cartman is trying to start a Christian band? band, And he's like, you have to look away like you don't want to look at the camera. It's like looking (laughs) off into the ocean. (laughs) And Butters is smiling, waving at the camera. Well, these guys are all in your face staring at you on this album cover. <laughs> yeah, they're looking... I don't know, I guess I just... Alex are looking hard. I really like like album artwork, and I like looking through the um, booklet and like seeing like just random drawings and shit like oh, that. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I mean, it's cool to see all this stuff handwritten, but yeah, they, the album cover, I feel like they were just like, oh, shit, we don't have an album cover. And Probably like, just, like down to the wire. Yeah, they just like were like, oh, like we this is a good spot. <laughs> Let's just take a picture of all of us. Let's just all stand here. <laughs> Hurry up and get over here. Yeah, I don't know why. I just I've never liked that. I, I didn't like when band shirts have them on it. I hate that. Yeah, I'm, I don't like that either. Yeah, like there's that one like famous Nirvana shirt where it's just the three heads of them. Oh yeah, I'm just like uh, that's so dumb. You know <laughs> like, why? <laughs> And like, but the baby, like swimming, that's oh, like such a so cool, cool yeah. like image. And I feel like it's like a, like a, you know, historic they've like, image. They've you know? interviewed that baby before. I've seen the creepy <laughs> post where it's like the baby and then he's like jumping back into the pool. Yeah, naked. Yeah. That's freaky as hell. <laughs> it's like, him. <laughs> how did he get the same exact? Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. That'd be so cool to be that baby though. Oh my God. So what did they do? Throw a baby in a pool? That's, I was wondering <laughs> that. Like that seems kind of harsh. Just like drop the damn yeah. thing. I who knows what the hell? Because back be then they obviously didn't have as good like technology and stuff where you could just like I edit think, that I in. I think they would. I mean, they, you think? Maybe someone just held the baby up and they just like photoshopped them out for lack of a better word. The water. 
They yeah. might have dropped the baby. Yeah, though. I mean, there's a. <laughs> we can just think that. It's more fun to think about. We're just going to think. They just set up a waterproof camera at the bottom and just drop the baby in there. <laughs> to this day, take this it, guy take is... it, hurry up before it drowns. <laughs> to this day, this kid is terrified of baths. Yeah. He just can't get in the water. <laughs> you sent me in as a freaking newborn after a dollar bill. <laughs> <laughs> My penis is all over the internet. <laughs> Didn't they, like, airbrush the penis out in, like, future releases? Yeah, you know, I remember there was this pizza place in Catanning, um, Serena's, and they had the old jukebox, uh-huh. and um, the guy actually put a piece of tape over it, which I was like, what? The baby penis. I was like, why is there this, like, I thought it was, like, ripped at first. I'm like, yeah. what? That doesn't make any sense to me. But I guess the dude was just like, yeah, we're just going to put some tape over that. That's so funny. Cover up the baby penis. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, you get the one without the penis on it, but it's not authentic. And yeah, you're like, give me the damn dick, man. Yeah. <laughs> I want the dick on the cover. This is the four, this is the ripoff one. Because <laughs> if you think about it, though, I'm sure like that would be. It's got to be one of like the album artwork, greatest album artworks oh, of all time. Yeah, it's definitely iconic. And then well, it's that Ted Nugent where it's just his face all pissed off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's that and the baby penis. The baby penis. <laughs> those are the two top, top ones. But man, crazy stuff. Um. The intro to Even Cowgirls Get the Blues, that lyric, I haven't seen Sandy, Angry Johnny, or Mary, I thought was so cool. That's really, yeah. Because the song on the previous album is, what, Angry Johnny and the Radio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> More Johnnies and Radios and Johnnies and Radios. <laughs> I love that, um, the intro to that, too. I used to, when I would come home from college, I would hear Nick doing that. And I remember I asked him, like, what, what was that? Because that was yeah. awesome. And then he told me that was... Oh, he was playing it on guitar? Mm-hmm. That's cool. And it was like, man, yeah. I just... I love that so much. It's it, To me, like, it, I don't play guitar, but if I would jump into it, that would mm. be, like, one of the first things I would try to do. Which I'm sure... I'm assuming it's a little difficult. Um, I, I couldn't tell you. I mean, they definitely have a unique effect on it. Yeah. But it's probably not that. I mean, compared to some of their stuff they do, that's probably not one of the harder things, you know. Yeah, it's true. It sounds like a bend to me, like a, you know, like. Plus the the live, that's extremely loud. That <laughs> intro, I love that. Like they just turn that shit way up. I love uh, how he says, "Can I get a witness, pretty baby?" Did that in Cleveland, and he uh, threw his hand up, and everyone. Through their hands, uh, that's it's cool. to be a witness. Was, <laughs> to be a witness. I was, I've always wanted him to do it again, and he hasn't yeah. done it since. And I've even thrown my hand up a few times yeah. trying to get it going, and everyone's like, "What's this idiot doing?" Throwing his hand up. I'll but, be a witness. <laughs> witness right here. Um, I'm seeing he he something with "I'll drive you crazy." It's tonight. He wrote it beside it, but he crossed out. I can't. I'll drive you crazy. I can't make out what he had in there originally. Yeah. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know if this is like intentionally supposed to be. It actually looks like tonight. I think Little Eden is a another album too. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Is it? I I'm pretty sure. Well, I know. Obviously, back to Springsteen <laughs> and Sandy. The Fourth of July. They talk about Little Eden. Um, oh yeah, that's right. It's it's a take from that song. So that's. And then isn't there a? Because he mentioned Sandy at the beginning too. I Sandy. Seen Sandy angry. <laughs> It's uh, Sandy the 4th of July, and in that song they talk about fireworks are hailing over Little Eden. So it's kind of like... Yeah. It's really cool. If you're a Springsteen fan first, and then you hear this, you're like blown away, like how cool it is. But like, 
obviously either way would work too, you know. Yeah, we'll have to do Springsteen so I can be like, oh, fuck, gaslight here, like, gaslight here. bitch, there it is. <laughs> you, do, you, you like pick them out though. Yeah. Like it's a real, it's a real <clears throat> big thing. And actually we saw Springsteen at Soldiers and Sailors. He was playing with the really, really shitty Joe Grishecki of Pittsburgh. And um, <laughs> I've never heard of it. Yeah, he's so shitty. We'll um, do a, his album next. We'll, next we'll just, yeah, the house rockers, whatever they're called. Um, the iPod playing before they came on was the 59 sound. Ah, oh, that's cool. I thought it was pretty cool. So I'm assuming he, yeah, it was his call to put that on. Yeah, I mean, awesome. he, he probably really likes them. Didn't you say uh, Max Weinberg really likes them? The Bruce's drummer? Oh, uh, yes. He, mm-hmm. um, well, yeah, his son was in Against Me. Right. And then I'm guessing somehow, like, I don't remember where it was. He had a Gaslight Anthem shirt on, though. That's cool. He was like walking really down the cool. street, and I, it was on Twitter. I remember. I've always liked because I knew him from the Conan show. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then they'd always be like, "Oh, Max isn't going to be here for the next week. He's on tour with Bruce Springsteen." And I was like, "Really? Like, you know, <laughs> like, oh, okay, Max Weinberg. Max Weinberg. I had no idea he was like an original member and all that crazy stuff. Yeah, the mighty, mighty Max Weinberg. <laughs> he is good. He's awesome for his. He's not on Conan anymore, though. No, it's like La Bamba now. I think is the. Or not uh, La Bamba. Is it a new band? It's this... I haven't seen Conan in years, yeah. but when he came back to TBS, it was... It used to be the Max Weinberg 7, and then it was... Uh, and now it's... The guy's name in the basic cable band is the name. Like, it's like Joe something in the basic cable band. See, I like that name, though. <laughs> That's a good name. And uh, But it's like... A lot, I think at least four of, the, four of the Max Weinberg 7 are in it. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's pretty much the same guys, just without, just not Max. Not Max. So I don't get. Maybe he hates Conan. The mighty, mighty Max. You heard it here. He Max Weinberg hates Conan. It's confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, you want to keep going song at a time? What do we got? Three left. Yeah, I mean, man. Well, maybe by the river's edge. There's obviously there's a lot more Springsteen in that one too. Which is, <laughs> I'm gonna have to get caught up on these Springsteen references. It really man. is. I mean, he. He goes into it. This is another one, though. I remember being a little bit thrown off by it at first because I, I didn't. The album is so, and this is with not a bad thing, but there's so many like they just keep coming at you, and yeah. you're waiting for that like the break to come. Yeah, and obviously it's coming. But he's looking at you, kid. Yeah, it's the next one. But yeah. it's, it's. I remember at first it was like, wow, this is this yeah. is really good. Though I guess yeah, like in terms of like an an album. There's really not many breaks, but I don't really care. Like, I, I like the energy of this. Like I said, to me, this is like a summer night, you know, album. You just yep. cruising somewhere far away. Like I said, your window's down. Windows are down. I always have the AC on, but when, the, when I play this album, I just turn the AC off and wind the windows I, down. To I me, put the windows down. Yeah, it adds more to. to it. It's it's like, I don't know, it, it fits. Yeah. And it's a, if it's a really, like, nice summer night. Yeah, yeah. I think all the time we have fires... That would just be like the background music. Yeah. I feel like it's yeah. just it's that perfect summer night, and you know, yeah, people can relate to it too. Which is going back to that. That's great. Yeah. Anytime you get that, there's nothing better. Than um, the line I wanted to add this real quick. The is that meet me by the river's edge? Yeah, no retreat, no regret. Uh, that's in this song, right? Yeah. He no also retreat, said, no regret. Yes. Yes. Um, somebody on Twitter said. I'm mad that Gaslight's 
uh, like bio on their Twitter doesn't say no retweet, no regret. That would be. <laughs> I thought it was so funny. That is really good. <laughs> See, that's. <laughs> but isn't that a Springsteen reference there too? No well, retreat. Isn't he, that a song by? They say um, no surrender, my Bobby Jean. Ah, uh, that's it. Yeah. That's and those are two songs off of Born in the USA, so that's where that <laughs> that comes in again. Yeah, I think that's so cool. I mean, like. What do you call that? Like a, it's not a callback, but it's kind of like a reference to just an album he really likes. And I, I just think that's cool. Like, oh yeah, I mean, like, is he stealing the lyrics? Like, I, I don't think so. I don't like, think so. He's just kind of like Bruce. Didn't think you could so, tell yeah. he's just he's a huge fan, and he's just giving him nods. Like, oh, he's super inspired by him, obviously too. Oh yeah, and and you can kind of. I know he hate. I've heard he hates being compared to Springsteen, but the guy I <laughs> How could can listen. You not compare him to Springsteen. <laughs> I, I could listen to him all day, like Springsteen, yeah. though. Yeah. Like I could never get sick of hearing right. Brian Fallon. Um, I don't mind it though. I really. I think it's not like now if he, you know, did no surrender and just changed one yeah. lyric, then okay, maybe we have a, a little bit of a problem. He actually on Springsteen's um, Hyde Park DVD, he came out and played No Surrender. With Springsteen. That's really cool. But before that, Springsteen came out and did, I think it was Red the 59 Sky, sound. I thought he did with him. He's, I think it was the 59 sound. Oh, okay. Because I know he's he's done that and he's done Great Expectations in Jersey with him. Or That's... not Great Expectations, um, American Slang. Okay. Great Expectations with him and Springsteen, though, <laughs> would be so good. Oof. I remember my mom's, a, she's the big, big Springsteen fan of my family. Um, when Nick and I were in Jersey for that festival oh, with Justine, right. she was like, if Bruce comes out with Gaslight, you gotta let me know. Yeah. So I took a picture online. Oh, she didn't go with you guys? No, uh, she didn't go. But I just took a random picture. Come on, Mrs. James. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I took a random picture of, uh, from like that, that old DVD of mm-hmm. Bruce and Brian, and I was like, I had to send her a text, and I was like, Bruce yeah. is here. <laughs> she's trying to, she's asking my dad if it's a real picture, yeah. and they're trying to figure it out. And That's that would have been though. sweet, though. If any time he was going to come, though. Yeah, New Jersey. Jersey. Yeah, Slate's there. <clears throat> Here's, um, uh, why can't I, the name escapes me. Dude, the dude we hate from Matchbox 20. Oh, Rob Thomas. Rob Thomas. <laughs> that dick. <laughs> Rob Thomas covered here is looking at you, kid. With no signal to them, no nod to them, just rips he, it off. He kind of said, like, at least the video we saw, he was like, oh, there's good music out there. You just got to look for it. And then was just like, here's looking at you, kid. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, he might have, like, introduced it. But I'm just like... Shut up, Rob. Shut up, Rob Thomas. Nobody likes you. (laughs) He screwed it up too. He made it a Rob Thomas song, which drove me nuts. Which I get. I know it's a cover. People for this, it's a cover. I get that, but fuck fuck Rob Thomas. Fuck him. (laughs) Hey, Rob Thomas. Rob Thomas next week. Yeah, he's (laughs) fucked. (laughs) Um, What's his one song? I don't want to be lonely no more. I'm just like, what? What was the one he did when we were we were like in? Um, he did one with school. Santana. That's the one. Uh, smooth. Smooth. Yes. He's so smooth. Yeah. I just like the ocean. That's the moon. <laughs> he had all those like hookah beads on his yeah. neck. He's such a dick. <laughs> And, like, the thing that really bugs me is, like, I guarantee you Brian would probably be like, oh, yeah, Rob Thomas is a great guy. Like, <laughs> like come on, Brian. You know it and I know. That sucked. <laughs> yeah. Just but, garbage. Um, I feel like we talked about this song already, didn't we? 
we because we talked about how I thought it said Nana. <laughs> yeah, that was in last week, a week was ago it? already. Was oh. it a week ago? No, that was this. That was at the beginning of this week. Where Who was knows? It? Who knows? <laughs> you guys can tell us because we obviously don't know. Um, yeah, and this is another one where he's crossed off a lot of the. Yeah, it looks like there's a date written that he crossed out, which is kind of cool. That's kind of cool. I've always wondered too, like where they're writing these at. Is this like a tour yeah. bus? Is this at his house? I would assume, yeah, he's on tour and getting inspired, driving around and stuff like that. Yeah. It's just seeing things that remind him of his old town, his old self, anything like that. And I, th- I think a lot of bands write on tour. It's a good idea. I yeah. think. I mean, you're out there, and you know, what what more motivation? Yeah. And what else? You got to probably two hour bus rides every night. Like, what else are you gonna do? What you are know? you gonna do? I love the. Uh, part about in this song when he says he waited at the diner and she never showed up and the line uh, the waiter served my coffee with a consolation sigh yes i love i use i use that word consolation sigh all the time yeah yeah <laughs> that's like part of my vocabulary now oh yeah and it's you know yeah. who hasn't been in that yeah, situation it's either like eh, what can you do consolation yep. sigh yep <clears throat> no but yeah this song really really got me into acoustic music like when i first heard it like i was just like wow like because i mean i don't know the stations like around here we live around pittsburgh and any like acoustic kind of rock is just country like you know what i mean and it it's all i just grew up hating country yeah so anytime i'd hear like an acoustic guitar going i'm like "Ah, get out of here it's it's twangy and it's it's probably not good and like Another song that comes to mind is that uh, Rise Against song, uh, that uh, Swing Life Away. I really like that song mm-hmm. too. Like in a, a, songs like this really got me into like guys like Corey Brandon, Tim uh, Barry, oh, yeah. Chuck Reagan. Now, like I just absolutely love that stuff, and I'm obsessed with it. And the, yeah, this is one of the songs I can attribute to like that initial love of that. Absolutely, and it, it it's another one where. As soon as it starts, you just know, okay, yeah. this is going to be something. Then it's so good, and then the whole story, you know, uh, it's th- yeah. These are th- this is like flawless songwriting to me. It's it's damn near perfect. Yeah, I, would say. I love the line with "and boys will be boys." Yeah, girls have those eyes; they cut you, you to ribbon sometimes. And then all you can do, we're gonna sing the whole chorus. Wait, yeah, <laughs> and bleed if it's what she says you ought to do. I love that. It's so yeah. It just, and it's not so much like a. It's 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 catchy too though. Yeah, like you'll, for sure. This is another one I would go back to. That's like a foot stomper. Yeah, <laughs> got the foot going. Yeah, I, I also like um, the line about oh, where was it? I just had it. Oh um. A thief that stole my heart while she was making up her mind. Yeah. Just just damn near perfect yeah. things. And I, I'm sure that was one that was like, that seems to me to be like a line where you you write that yeah. one down and you're like, all right, I'm going to use this yeah. like a really good song because it's, it's a good, yeah. good line and it fits so well. And it's, to me, it's so cool too because you like he's being honest with the listener like, hey, I'm lying about this shit. But if you see her, you know, tell her – Tell her it's all right. I think it's part of the song, yeah. but yeah, yeah, to me that just sums it all up. Like, yeah, he's he might be broken, thinking about him every day, but he's like, I don't want them to know. You know, no, he's no. probably checking their Facebook. Exactly. <laughs> he's on Stopping Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's like at this point, it'd be their MySpace, I guess. MySpace, yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's so true that like if you think about it, if you see someone that you used to like 
care about or know. Yeah, you don't want them knowing you're going through shit and yeah. still thinking about them. It's like, no, I've moved no, on. I've moved on. Or like, you? yeah, you want to say, oh, even if you had like a really shitty week, yeah. oh, I, I love my job. Yeah. I have such a great, like yeah. you don't, you never want to see them. I forget where it was from. There's from some movie or something, but they say never let the person see how much they've hurt you. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's so true because like, I think it's Rocky. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> Don't let them see you hurt, Rock. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was part two, though. That wasn't Rocky the first two? one. Yeah, that was... You know what? I've never seen a Rocky movie the whole way through. Really? Yeah. That's surprising. Isn't that nutty? There's like eight of them. I've never sat and watched the whole one. The original is the best, though. Really? Yeah. Don't people say the first one's the worst? Or There's one that people are like, that one doesn't exist. Well, is it Rocky IV? It, it and that's when he fights, I think, the Russian. That's Dolph Lundgren, right? That he fights? Yes. Yes. Yeah. But, I mean, what I loved about the first one was like every... Um, movie you've seen, the good guy wins in the end. Yeah. And he, he loses. Oh, it's a draw, but he doesn't yeah, win the, the title. The first one, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like... Who does so he cool. lose oh, wait, to? No. He, he loses. He doesn't draw. It's a, he goes a distance, but he doesn't win the title. He like loses by judge's decision. Yeah, decision goes to Creed. Yeah, okay. And the next one, he beats him. And then in the third, he loses to Mr. T, and then he yeah. beats him in the rematch. I think. Yeah. Right, yeah. The fourth one is the Russian. Dolph Lundgren. Dolph yeah. Lundgren beats the Russian. Rocky Five. I don't think he fights in Rocky Five. He might street fight. I think Rocky Five's about his son, right? Yes. He street fights that new kid. And That's, then... Oh, there's that real powerful scene in Rocky Five when he's talking to his son, and he's like, he's like, you gotta get up and dust yourself off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't be blaming anybody else but yourself. <laughs> Life uh, is going to knock you down. Yeah. You better get up. <laughs> like, oh, man. That... Anyway, Gaslight Anthem. Gaslight Anthem. <laughs> We're on the Rocky podcast That's, now. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, Alex from the uh, Tiger Cuts, Alex, he, yeah. he kind of has that Rocky. Bassist. Oh, yeah, after the show. Uh, hey, yo. Yeah. Hey, yo. <laughs> that Razor Ramon. Yeah. <laughs> that Which, cool Rocky sound. He's a huge wrestling fan. Yeah. He's always That's at, really cool. That he's that's a, so. I wish they'd write a wrestling album. They really just, should. Just, <laughs> just pull a Mountain Goats and write a wrestling album. Just the only bad thing about it, he's really good friends with that Josh Matthews. Oh. That little shithead from um, TNA. TNA. I'm not a big I liked Matthews him fan. in WWE. I remember there's a really funny part where he tries to interview Brock Lesnar, and Lesnar like shoves him out of the way. Oh, yeah. And Matthews is like, I'm just trying to do my job. I'm just trying to do my job. <laughs> and yeah. Lesnar turns around and just fucks him up. <laughs> I think that was the last time Matthews was on WWE TV. I th- well, he used to do that, the pre-show, I remember. Oh, okay. When they would have the pre-raw, like, yeah, yeah. in the back, he was always there. And I don't know, then he did this thing where he was, like, talking shit on JR. Oh, really? Yeah, and that kind of bothered me, because... Who talks shit on JR? I've never heard one person bad on JR. But... That's, yeah, that's really weird. He seems like a super cool guy. And that's what, like, with Alex, loves him. So I'm like, yeah. and this one, that's such a hard thing, too. Like, Bruce loves... Um, um, Grishecki, which I'm like, the fuck Grishecki? But he's Grishecki, the, huh? um, the House Rockers guy, the one that was at Soldiers and Sailors with him. We oh, talked about that earlier. Oh, okay, yeah, the, the guy album. you don't like. Okay, yeah. yeah like, I don't know why these people think these guys are good. I don't get it. <laughs> like, let me talk to you, and I'll let you know. Like I said, Brian Fallon, I don't know this, don't yeah. quote me, but probably likes Rob Thomas. Yeah. Which 
Look, we can we don't know Rob Thomas either, but I can yeah. I can kind of let you know. I don't think he's that cool of a guy. I don't know. I just I remember like MTV always playing the song uh, "Lonely No More" by Rob Thomas. Oh and yes. Then I found out that was a guy from Matchbox Twenty, and I'm like, what a fucking dude. <laughs> <laughs> Lonely no more. Yeah, I want to feel you move inside of me. I just always thought that he creeps me out. Rob Thomas is a he's a creepy guy. (laughs) He's a creepy dude. Um, backseat. You're gonna hate me for this. This is probably my least favorite song off the album. Really? Yeah, that's surprising. Is it? Why? I don't hate it by any means. I like the song, but Mm -hmm. compared to all of them, it doesn't stack up to me. I I don't know why. I think, I think because. I think Here's Looking at You Kid is such a good note to end the album on. Right. And then it comes in with that, and I'm just like, whoa, yeah, I didn't think it, that was coming. It shocks you yeah. a little bit the first time through. <laughs> You're not expecting it. And, I, I mean, like I said, I really like this song. It, it, sounds like the f- it sounds like it could be the first song off of an album, though. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm looking at it a different way, the wrong way. But it just doesn't seem... In terms of where the album is set up, right. it being the last song to me is just weird. It's, I don't know why. It's tough, but like to me, it kind of wraps up the story. Yeah. The time. Like I feel like "Here's Looking at You Kid" is a great, um, great. He's kind of come to terms with. He's okay. Yeah. But now he needs to like wrap everything up. Though, yeah. And, and keep going forward, which is one you know at the end when he says. Um, yeah, it meant nothing to me. It's oh, a real slow pause. See, man, maybe I'll listen to it again. It meant nothing. It's like you know how the I'm ready. The end house is like boom, 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 boom. Yes. I wish this song just ended on that and didn't go back into the chorus because yeah. it's like boom, and then it's on the uh, you know the summer always found it. Oh yeah. And then I wish it just did that like three or four times, and then the song just ended that's, rather than picking that. Although know, that's a great time to mosh though. Yeah. At the end there, that shit gets rough yeah. when that part. Hits. but I, yeah, I guess it, it's it's definitely him. Yeah, I being guess okay, I can, Finally, I guess in terms of the lyrics, yeah, you're absolutely right. I just kind of didn't like the energy of it oh, coming it right off of. Because here's looking at you, kid. The first time I heard it, I'm just like, holy fuck, man! Like <laughs> this dude's spilling his heart out. Yeah, and then like it, I guess the backseat just kind of like I was, I wanted to linger with here's looking at you, kid, longer. Right. The first time I heard it. Right. Uh, so to me, that should have been the end of the album. Like, so you could sit for a couple minutes before you replay it again, because obviously you're going to listen to this one twice. Exactly. Um, yeah, and uh, to me, I was just kind of sitting there, taking in. Here's looking at you, kid. And before I could like kind of process it all, back so you can. And it's just always left a sour taste in my mouth. I think. I think that's why it it comes on strong. Yeah, like it's definitely it hits. Yeah, you. it's another one where they just they come out swinging and. Um, the lyrics too. The lyrics are very. Uh, I don't know. It's like it just wraps up that story. Yeah. You know? um, the, the, about the Ferris wheel again, and <laughs> yeah, just I, I don't know. It, it made me feel like after listening to that one, though, I felt okay. This is like it, it's like a light like going through life. There's ups, yeah. there's downs, there's heartbreak, there's there's you know triumph, tragedy. But then like at the end, you you got to keep going forward. And I feel yeah. like he's ready to go. It's like when you have a really bad week. And like you take the two days off to relax, and then yeah. the next day you're like, all right, I'm gonna kick tomorrow's ass, yeah. and he's he's ready to go. That's what, how I felt like the back that's, seat yeah, that's was. A, that's a me. good way to look at it, rather than ending on uh, you know a kind of emotional note, or you kind of ends on like, all right, you know, let's ready for the next one or something like let's, that. Let's go. I feel here's looking at you, kid. That he kind of like you said, he's pouring his heart out, but yeah. that's what he has to do. Like he yeah. has to do this to get to where he needs to be. So. 
All right, well, that's over an hour again. <laughs> really? Or in an hour and ten minutes. An hour and ten minutes, wow. <laughs> we we talked before about how we wanted to make these about 20 to 30 minutes. 20 to 30 minutes was like the, the <laughs> base that we were going off of. So we'll try to keep the next couple shorter. Next week we're going to do Marshall Mathers LP from Eminem. <laughs> that is going to be. We're going to change gears and uh, challenge ourselves early. Yeah, so be ready for that. <laughs> Celeste, we're calling you out because you're our um, our rapper friend, we'll say, <laughs> that knows friend. all of the lyrics that I've seen from Eminem's yeah, earlier so days. So might be calling you up for that. Uh, left turn from the Gaslight Anthem, which is like a clean, heartfelt, summery album. Now we're going to go into this dark, dirty, we're gonna get angry. R, angry yeah. <laughs> rap album. Parental advisory. <laughs> just, But you know what, though? There's... That's like a that's another one of those albums where it's like we were saying about like the the baby penis. It's <laughs> it's like it's one of those legendary albums though. Yeah, like people yeah. will put that where, you know, when you talk about the rap. Yeah, that's that like era, um that's him. Kind of what made him, you know, that in the Slim Shady one. Uh you know, he was like he's I think he was still like goofball on this one, right? He's it's kind of a goofy album. The there's like Marshall Mathers. some turns. Yeah, he, he definitely brings a lot more of the darker stuff. Yeah, this this one gets it's the dark. stuff that really was like, oh wow, it's like comedy dark rap, and then now he's pretty serious. Which yeah, I really like Eminem. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's consensus. Like, I'm not yeah. sure anyone hates Eminem. Like everyone can kind of respect how good he is. So. Yeah, and I mean, when you're in the car and. Um, the real some shady comes on. D- d- tell me you don't turn that off. Boom, 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 boom. I-, I love the outro too, and they just like keep it going for yeah. like another. Dun, 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 yeah, that's and such it's a good beat. it's a good beat and it's a I fun know. song. Do you have any closing words for the fifty nine sound? I don't. That was a good one though. I'm I'm really glad yeah. this was our first. Our I guess first one. It, it had to be. Yeah. Um. This will go down an album that will always be, I think, close to yeah. my heart. It's definitely like not getting put back on the shelf. Like it might go back out in my car after. It, oh yeah, I'm I said this, this is yeah. This is definitely gonna. Yeah. Just talking about them now. I'm ready yeah. to go again. Um, even Calgos get the blues. I think we'll start it off. Yeah, that's always fun too. If you just hit shuffle on it. Oh uh, yeah, I, I like that too. What was your uh, least favorite song off of it? Um, least favorite right off the bat. Ooh, gun to the head. Gun to the head. Corn. If I had a least favorite, you don't have to hate it. Don't have to hate it. I'm going to say "Meet Me by the River's Edge" because really? I wasn't, I wasn't ready for it. Okay. I, I really thought like, I, I think, and this might just be crazy talk, but I was so in love with Casanova Baby, I almost didn't want it to end. Yeah. And I felt like, obviously, you can't write the same song twice or put anything else sure, on sure. there. But to me, that was like, okay, that was a. Yeah. That's your, that's your one to go off of for me anyway. But, right. Um, definitely. Like I said, that's like saying, what's the, you know. Yeah. There's really no bad one. Yeah. It's like, what's the worst Shawn Michaels match you've exactly. ever seen? Exactly. Like, like I said, you don't have to hate it. It's just your least favorite. Your least favorite. Yeah. So. Gun to the head, had to pick one. Had to do it. Um, so, yeah, thanks for uh, listening to 59 Sound with us. And uh, Thank you. next Thank week, you. we got Eminem, Marshall Mathers LP coming at you. Get ready for that. All right. Thanks. That's fun. Thanks. Y'all act like you never seen a white person before Jaws all on the floor like Pam Like Tommy just burst in the door We started whooping her ass first than before They first were divorced Sewing her over furniture